0: Hello and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the word of God. I have someone special that we finally were able to get here tonight. Here tonight. Listen, part of the reason why is because My uncle, Pastor Orlando's Benjamin, he pastors the Great Church, Kingdom Harvest Discipleship Ministries in Baltimore City. So those of you who are in the Baltimore area, uh, they have service at, what is that, um, 11 o'clock. I don't know, do they register to come in or they can just come? They just come on in. You just got to wear your mask. <laughs> you just got to wear your mask. All right. And so they do also have a YouTube channel, Kingdom Harvest Discipleship Ministries. So please go there if you can and, and subscribe as well and support the ministry. Uh, but um, Pastor Orlando Benjamin, my uncle, we're so glad to have him here in the house with us tonight. And so the blessing of it is, is that, you know, um, he normally... We wouldn't been able to get him earlier because around this time he would be on dialysis. But thanks be unto God, as of a year or so ago, that he finally was able to receive a kidney. And he is alive and well, healthy, moving. And finally the time has arrived where the man of God, the one and only, one of the people I've looked up to in ministry, my uncle, I'll tell you a story. We were in Granddad's house one time, and Granddad's house down in the basement. The basement is where it went down. All conversations about everything. And so it was one day, it was me, Granddad Vernon, and Unc in the house. And we were talking, having a deep conversation. Unc was like, man, you gonna be like Jonah, you better hurry up and do what needs to be done. You <laughs> better hurry up, and do what needs to be done. And from that conversation on, I've been straight, down. <laughs> I've been doing this ever since, so. We give God praise for it. And so those of you who are watching online, if you're being blessed, also communicate in the chat like you normally do. Those of you who are in the house, I want you to be ready and receptive to hear the word because I believe it is something that is gonna change your life. And now if you can, everyone in the room, if you can stand all over over this house and stretch your hands to the man of God as he's about to declare the word, we say, man of God, preach the word in season and out of season. May God empower you for this assignment right here. In the name of Jesus, somebody shout, preach, man of God. Now I want you to receive him as he comes. Come on, clap your hands, everybody.
1: I know the same. His name is worthy to be praised. What an awesome presence in this room today. Our God is here, amen. Our God is here. Our God is worthy. Our God is worthy. We know our God is worthy. I tell you, it's good to be in the house of Transformation Christian Fellowship. Amen. Amen, this church was birthed all the way from two years old, when he was two years old. Don't nobody know like we know, amen. Amen. One of the biggest preachers that he ever said, one of the best words he said one time, he said, don't leave without the benediction. I remember that. And you know what? He provoked all our family, turn back around and come back in i'd never forget that but it's so good to be in here to honor this man of god pastor brandon hill amen and you know if it wasn't for pastor brandon hill you got to have first lady hill on the side amen come on let's just thank god for them five years of ministry that's a blessing from god amen because they say in the first five years usually people don't make it but you can thank god that you have made it through because five years ain't easy starting from the bottom up because I know how that is because sometimes you'd be the only one there preaching but you still gotta preach like it's your last day on earth you know what I come here to encourage Transformation Christian Fellowship today I think also for his parents because if it wasn't for them it wouldn't be no Brandon Hill amen I tell you I tell you and my sidekick is with me today, my son, Orlandis Benjamin Jr. That's my sidekick. He rolls with me. I'm tutoring him to be like me, amen, in the spirit, amen. I tell you, I just want to take a little time. You can have a seat in the presence of God, amen, amen. It's good to see my nephew and hear that organ, boy. God gifted them hands many years ago. And I tell you, it's a blessing to be in the presence. And you know what brandon i remember i started out with 11 people and one thing about it is that guess what what start with you might not finish with you i learned that in ministry but those that you do have that's that and being behind you that's who you focus on because i know that guess what god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask according to the power that's in us amen Amen. But I want to talk a little bit about a church with potentials. Five year anniversary. I want to talk about a church with potentials. Go with me to the book of revelations. The book of revelations. Ain't too many people preaching in revelations no more. Amen. Amen. I'm an end time preacher. And I believe in that. Guess what? This book was made for us to read the entirety and guess what? The Bible said that if you read the whole entirety of Revelations, you will be blessed. <laughs> so I want to make sure that I already got blessed because I read that whole entire book. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let's go to Revelations chapter three, chapter three. And we're going to start at verse seven to verse 13. And, 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 and if it, it is OK. Can anybody stand on their feet once they get there? I believe in honoring God every time we in his presence. Amen? amen. Amen. At our church, we read together and I, and that transformation, we do see in greetings to transformation, Christian fellowship. Cause because I am the pastor at church, amen, amen. And the good thing about it is that we've been here in that five year journey and now we on our 10 year journey. And you know what? Our God is awesome. Our God is awesome. But let us get into this word. Let's start with verse 7. Can we all read together? To the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write these things. Say, if he that is holy, he that is true. He that have the key of David, he that open and no man can shut. And shut up and no man can open. I know thy works, behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not. But do lie, behold, I will make them come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pullet, in the temple of my God and he shall go no more out and I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God which is new Jerusalem which cometh down out of heaven from God and I will write upon him my new name. He that have an ear let him hear what the spirit say unto the churches. Amen. You can have a seat in the presence of the almighty God. Amen. I just want to talk about a little bit this day and I'm not going to keep you long about a church with potentials and I believe that's fitting for this time five years coming up on your anniversary to celebrate your anniversary and I just want you to know here at transformation that you have a lot of potentials and that God is not finished what he's going to do through this ministry. And I'm just so excited to see what's unfolding in this ministry for five years. And I'm so glad that y'all stand steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the word of the Lord. Because that's important. But here we is. We're going to talk about the Church of Philadelphia today. Philadelphia was one of the youngest and smallest of the seven churches mentioned in Revelation. Philadelphia means one who loves his brother, the city of brotherly love. The church in Philadelphia is unique among the seven churches because the Lord registered no complaints against this church. Understand this transformation. The size of the church is not what make a church have potentials. Philadelphia was a small church in the eyes of others. But it was big in the heart of God. Favor do not operate in size, but in submission. God is not concerned of the size, but what direction the church is going in. I want to talk about three things, and then I'm going to take a seat. There are three things that a church with potentials must do. The church must seize the moment of opportunity. That's the first thing. They must seize the moment of opportunity. The second thing is the church must hold on to the promises of God. And then the third thing is they must, the church must persevere. So Revelation is verse seven and eight states this. He said, until the angel of the church in Philadelphia write these things, saith he that is holy, he that is true, and he that have the key of David, that open and no man shutteth and shutteth no man open. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou has a little strength and has kept my word and has not denied my name. The first thing we must do is seize the moment of opportunity. That's important. We must seize the morning of opportunity. The key to the door of opportunity is you must not define size as favor. That, that is the key to the moment of opportunity is that we must not define size as favor. Because Jesus and the 11 disciples, disciples with him was able to touch lives and turn the world completely around. See size of your church do not determine how God opened doors for you. When opportunity knock at the door of the church, the church must recognize who have the key to the door. Let me say that again because I think we need to understand that when opportunity knock at the door of the church, the church must recognize who have the key to the door. The key is used for opening and shutting. God can create opportunity and he can close doors to opportunity. The door is an opening or a covering for an opening. Let me, let me, let me say that again because you might get what I'm saying here. The door is an opening or a covering for an opening. Jesus said to the church of Philadelphia, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. Don't you know when God opened a door for you, ain't no one from hell can stop what God is going to do in your life. Don't you know that when God opened that door for you, that's an opportunity for you to walk in with favor. Don't you know when the favor of God is on you, people can see the favor on your life. See, the key is used here. For opening and shutting. And God can create opportunity and he can close doors to opportunity. Right. See, we got to understand that. That guess what? When opportunity come our way, we got to right. step into it. Because if we don't step into it, that we, we will never see that opportunity come our way again. Right. It might come another way, but it won't come the way that he intended for it to come. Right. See, the door is an opening and a covering for opening. And see, opportunity will present itself. But the key will get you in. See, the door in this context seems to be the entrance into heaven. The new Jerusalem. See, the key represents the authority of the Davidic kingdom. See, Isaiah 22, 22 said this. And the key of the house of David will lay upon his shoulder. So he shall open and none shall shut. And he shall shut and none shall open. See, look at here. The church that possesses this power is the church that is grounded in the word of God and can unlock the mysteries of God to a faithless world. See, that's what God calling for this day. That God is calling for churches to release the power in the atmosphere that can change the direction of this world. If my people who are called by my name will pray and seek his faith, then we will hear a word from heaven. And then this land will be healed. See, the land ain't healed because God ain't heard from his people. See, we got to understand that God is looking to hear from us. While well, everything COVID-19, all of this going on, it ain't nothing but a famine. We have to understand what's going on in the world. You know what? Look, this is a test. Let me tell you something. We're not not being the last days. But guess what? People are dropping off when it's time to come in. It is time to be true and faithful. It is time to give your all to God like it's your last day on earth. I told Kingdom Hall's discipleship this morning. I said, you know what? You got to get out of thinking that you got the next day to come in here. You need to stop letting the devil make you feel tired. You need to come in here and worship. Psalm 136 said, give unto him what's due to his name. We got to learn how to give God what's due to Him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Pastor Dom here. Listen, our Connect class is launching this
0: fall. Connect class is an amazing opportunity for all of you to learn and experience our TCF culture, our history, our operations, our core values as a church. So if you want to become a part of TCF, you have to sign up for Connect class. It's going to be an amazing opportunity for you to connect with people. If you want to be a part, go to our website www.transformationchristianfellowship.org and sign up for connect class. We can't wait to meet and connect with you. And remember, transformation starts here.
1: See, what can cause a church to miss out on advancement is when they become too complacent. Meaning to become self-satisfied or having no room for growth. See, we have to understand that. Guess what? We can't get too complacent. Because guess what? We can go to another level in God. Don't never make it seem like that you have arrived or you are already there. I heard Paul say this. It ain't like I have apprehended this thing. But one thing I don't do is look back. Because what looking back, do it stop my progress from going forward? That's right. See, 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 we must seize the opportunity when the opportunity is available see, the only person that can open that opportunity for you is God himself. Let me tell you, ain't no man and ain't no preacher can open this opportunity for you. You stay faithful to God. You continue to preach that word to the people of God. And God will open the opportunity for you. God will network you. Only person you need to network you is God himself. See, a church with potentials to become powerful must have the right key to the kingdom, to open doors in the earth realm. See, we got to have the right key to go into some places where the ordinary person won't go to. See, we got to go on our jobs and let them know that this is our God and this the God we serve. We don't work for you; we work for the kingdom of God. Matthew 16, 19 said this, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. When Christ has liberated you, you are able to free someone else. But when the church is bound, it not the growth of the people of God. See you must understand That when God have liberated you And God have set you free Then you can set somebody else free Because when you free You free to set somebody else free See see, we ain't bound no more Christ died that we may be free It said who the son set free We free indeed No more bound No more chains holding me. I'm free. Secondly, the church must hold on to the promises of God. You know, I pick my Bible and every day I see what the promise God got for me because I lean on his promises. God, I remind him in my prayers. I say, you promise me that you will not leave me. You promise me that you shall supply all my needs according to your riches in glory, which is in Christ Jesus. See, sometimes you got to remind him that when you're going through some tough times, you said that you never leave me nor forsake me. You say you make my enemy my footstools. I'm ready. I'm ready. See, you must understand that God like you to pray his word back to him because God only hears what the word says. And when you got the word of God in you, you speak it and let it go. See, the church must hold on to the promises of God. See, here, God promised the church of Philadelphia that he will make their enemies worship before their feet. Don't you know that, I'm going to tell you this now, nephew, everybody ain't going to be happy about you going forth. And don't, don't expect people to help you who you expect to help you. Don't you know, I found out in ministry God will network you and you ain't even knowing you being networked. And that God will bring somebody in your atmosphere that will bless you exceedingly, abundantly above all you can ask because guess what? There is some power in you. And guess what? And God want to make sure that he nourish that power in you through somebody else's blessings. Y'all learned a long time ago it ain't coming from where you think it's coming from. It's going to come from the north. It's going to come from the east. It's going to come from the west. It's going to come from the south. But guess what? It ain't going to who you think it is. See, when God gives favor to a church, he will make the enemy scatter. Because let me tell you something. One thing I know where I'm at at home in Kingdom Hall is discipleship When people come in there with the wrong motive, guess what? Guess what? They be they be found out Because the word will find them out And the word will make them uncomfortable Where they act like they got to go to the bathroom but never return Because that's how the word of God is The word of God will expose you Because he will make the enemy Scatter make the enemy scatter that's why I don't worry about it touch not the anointing do that profit no harm because I got somebody who fight my battles for me (laughs) CC the Lord also promised the church of Philadelphia That in their most trying times My grace will be sufficient for thee Don't you know you remember Paul y'all You know the story That this storm just kept on bugging him But you know what God said look here Paul You keep complaining Paul But it's you that just need to know this That my grace is sufficient for you And my strength is made perfect in your weakness Don't you know that sometimes God Allows things to happen to us To keep us humble It's okay to be humble Because you know what In your humbleness you can hear God Because when there's too many voices You can't hear God like you need to hear God I found out that when I need To make a real crucial decision I only need me and my room and God I can't even have my wife around because I need to hear from God. I stay away because of God. I want to hear it real clearly that it's no mistake when he's speaking that I obey it right away because I heard it clearly. See, the church that hide the word in their hearts is the church that will be protected from the hour of temptation. Don't you know that the church is under vicious attack? See, I'm afraid to say this. I'm not calling myself a prophet or anything. But you got to be careful of what come in your church. Because sometimes some people can come in your church for the wrong motive with their own agenda and try to change the spirit that's in the church. So you have to be careful there. Especially when we starting out young, because you know what people think—that's an opportunity because they look at your size. But they don't understand that was birthed in that size is over maybe twenty some or thirty some years of ministry. I didn't learn ministry overnight. You know, ministry is me. Don't y'all know Christianity is a lifestyle. You don't put it down one day and pick it back up. It's an everyday walk with God. That's why this church of Philadelphia had favor. They didn't have that much size or, you know, a statue in the eyes of people. But in the eyes of God, that's what mattered the most. That your statue is in him. You know, I remember starting out. And I remember, you know, checking the doors coming in. And I'm saying, God, what's going on? And God looked at me and said, you just preach the word. You let me hound everything else. Because if I show you everything that I got for you, guess what? It'll blow your mind. He said, you keep preaching the word. You still be faithful to the word. If only you show up, you will be faithful to the world like you're preaching for a thousand people. You know what? I learned that on outside ministry. My ministry was birthed from the streets. And you know how God is? God will take you back where he delivered you from. And you know what? Because you will have a greater testimony. Because when you know where you you came from, guess what? God will send you back there. So your testimony will be great. Because when the people see you, ain't that was him who used to do this and do that? But look at me now. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. See, when a church foundation is built on the word of God, the people of God will be delivered in a great tribulation period. That is the time when those who are on the earth will be under great persecution. Don't you know we're getting to that point now that you know what the believers under great persecution. Come on, Lord. Let's look at the social media, what's going on today. Let's look at what they're showing our kids on TV today. When I came up, you know what? They will blank that off. It wouldn't even be seeing things like that. You know what? Look at the children. Things are in a bad time now. Mothers killing their children. I turn on the news and say, Oh my God, what is going on in this world? That a mother who birthed a child for nine months was take their life. What kind of spirit is that? I just can't understand it. But that's why it's so important for the people of God to be in place. Because we are in perilous times and we cannot act like that the time ain't coming to the end. Because the signs are here. If you look at it, where we at now, and where we was at over 20, 30 years ago, you can see that the devil is on his last leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I preached in Kingdom Harvest two, three weeks ago. And my message was, Satan, your time is running out. It. Run it out. See, we must understand that even in our saveness. Satan is fighting against us. And guess what? He's been where we kind of get to. And because of that, what he's trying to do is make us not experience the joy that God has given to us in our saveness. He's trying for you to be all messed up. He's trying you to become so complaining about what you don't have or where you ain't at. Don't you know what I heard God said this? And you know what? This helped me out early in the ministry. I learned how to take my eyes off of people. And the reason why that? Because guess what? I don't want to be by nobody but myself. You know, I I, I remember uh, I never forget it, Bishop uh, uh, was Dennis? Dennis. I never forget this. I was out helping uh, another uh, pastor from Mount Pleasant when he. Started his church. Pastor Timothy Moore. And he had his first anniversary. And i never forget, I just wanted to be a sermon. I just wanted to serve. That's how I came in. I just wanted to do something, help somebody. And i never forget, he came up to me, put his hand on my stomach, and he say, God telling me to tell you this, be you and be nobody else. Because nobody can beat you being you. And I stuck to that because the next night, the church, city ch- the, the, the the pastor from City Rock Church, came to the church for the next night. We standing in line eating a meal, and he came and laid his hand on my stomach and said, "You pregnant with God's purpose." Yeah. And you know, I took it what um, Dennison said because you know what? Nobody could beat you being you. Guess what? We don't need another copy of somebody else. Guess what? God is unique in His own self and you. Don't you know what? The Bible said this, and this would really help me out but be great in who I am. That He said He gave each and every one of us a measure of faith. That means that He intended for each one of us to be just like one another, but He wanted us to be different, because you know what? God is peculiar. Then David find out in on psalm 139 he said, "I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, and my soul knoweth right as well, yeah, yeah. because you got to know who you are in Christ when you, when you know who you are in Christ, guess what? that liberates you yourself and nobody how much somebody come to you saying something different they can change your mind because when you try them and you know them for yourself, guess what you don't need nobody else to confirm what you already know." That's right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So look here. When a church foundation is built on the word of God, the people of God will be delivered in great tribulation period. That is the time when those who are on earth will be under great persecution. Second Peter 2 9 says this The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust until the day of judgment
0: We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts
1: here.